0: More on display.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just decided to give it a little bit more of a show. Also, just trying to put this old uh, music uh, stand to a bit more use. Not sure if you've noticed it in previous shots. Yeah, yeah. Just been in the back. I thought I might as to put it to good use. Got rappin', two of the greatest of all time. Wrapping a couple of goats there. A two of, of, yeah. Goats. Two of some of the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Uh, one of one of the uh, not not many. There's few, obviously. You know, state of Origin has been around for that long, so there aren't many players that have captained their state to a winning series or not, going on to uh, coaching their state to a winning series. There are not many.
0: Well, in that, did, in it's funny. Team. You look you look at those uh, Fred when you know the Freddie's last Origin series followed by Joey's last Origin series was. Yes. The end, the end of a lot of
1: success for the Blues.
0: And I don't yeah. think there was a coincidence there. 04, so. yeah, 05. Yeah,
1: when you when you lose leaders, leadership is such an influential thing in all levels of rugby league. And that's something that we've got to chat about at some stage. We, we'd like to get, have a chat to come with a couple of our mates about leadership and, and how it can impact the footy side and, and no, all sporting side.
0: All sports. It's all sports is key, isn't it?
1: Yep. Well, speaking of all sports, you know, performing at the big stage, you guys had a grand final of the weekend. How'd you guys go?
0: Mate, we didn't just win. We absolutely smoked them. You turned it on. We turned it on. We turned it on. Now, Wiki, I, remember, I think I remember speaking to you uh, the week before the finals started, when our semifinals started early. We, we discussed it, how we, our semifinals were starting a week early. And we just had to play our three best games of the season. And you always you feel that, you believe that, and you set out to do it. But you're not always able to achieve it. But we bloody well did. We bloody well did. How did you and, go? Yeah, How did you go? Mate, I, I played my part, mate. You know what they say? Maidens bring wickets. Yes, they Maidens do. Maidens bring wickets. So, and the old saying, runs on the board. There's nothing better than runs on the board. because it brings So, so did you guys so, have
1: a bat first, did
0: you? Yeah, we won the toss and we batted first. It's yeah. quite funny. Obviously, our um, our skipper, um, who wasn't playing this week, he now this year this is my first year with him. He did not lose a toss all oh, whole wow. season, won every single toss. Yeah, you
1: know, what are the chances of that, Kaz? You're the mathematician. Oh, fuck, you're I the resident stat well, man.
0: Yeah, look, I'd have to get the calculator out for that one, mate. But you um, have yeah, the calculator. Parents-
1: Slim, slim to
0: fucking none, mate. Yeah, like right. slim to none, mate. Mate, we've all been to two up before. How often do you get it right twelve times in a row?
1: Okay, sure, sure.
0: Yeah. So, but the funny thing is, it, the reason that everyone, the, everyone in the team, obviously had a good laugh about it, because he notoriously loses every toss in years gone by. So this oh. year was like all the it was all of the, the uh, swing it, it, all the variants yeah. swinging back. So yeah. obviously no Lucy there this time. Butler stepped in to be the captain and uh, he won the toss. <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, Lucy's hanging over yeah. in the yeah. shadows. Yeah. We'll have a bat, and we scored 125, which is a very competitive Ooh. total. That's a big total. That's, that's a big total. Is this your grand final day? Look, 125. It's a good total. We played on. Yeah, this is the same over we played on in the week before the finals. Okay, but so when we had to a win to make experience. it. So a good experience. I had, I had a good day there. I bowled my five overs two for three oh, wow. um, in that day, and uh, we we rolled them for forty seven that day. That that team that missed out on the finals. Yeah. Um, but obviously facing different opposition this time. But look, runs on the board. It, it turned out to be too much. We kept it tight. We had the pressure on old Grunny, mate. You know I told you about Grunny how he just yep. hits it, puts it on the on a dime, and just tries to hit the top of off every ball, and he pretty yep. much does. And he was just on song, mate. So. Um, you know, he did his standard seven overs, four maidens, one for seven.
1: Oh, He's like usually one, one or two for
0: not much. Well, um, but not but that only you also, guys
1: had to have a bat first. You know, a, you get the rods on the board and just pole on the pressure. Just bring but, in but, these guys who just bowl maiden after maiden and now try and, and to chase
0: your target. Well, exactly right. And, but not only did Grony do that, he opened the bowling and bowled his seven overs straight with those maidens. He batted from the sixth over until the end. So I'll he take
1: it. He, so he's got BOG. You got B O G.
0: Best BOG. on ground. Oh, without a doubt. Of course. Of course. Best on ground and, and I think best for the season. Um yeah. yeah, mate, we um we had them one for twenty eight after eighteen overs. Yeah. So thirty-five. So not too over bad, game. not That's too
1: bad for them, for them. So
0: yeah, look, only one down, but at that and then after 18 overs, they now needed a, a 98 off oh, sorry. 17 overs. So 35 Off of 18
1: overs wasn't it? I didn't. I didn't yeah, catch. yeah,
0: that. yeah. Off 18 overs. So look, the pressure's mounting. The pressure's mounting. Um, I I think I bowled four overs. Four yep. overs, none for three. Three maidens, none for three. Um, and saved the three overs for the back end. Me and Butts both saved three overs each because yep. we saved them for the end. So they've got us at the end. But the pressure was too much for him. Didn't need a bowl again. One for 28,
1: we bowled him out for 45. Collapsed. 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 So an 80 run win. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's how they sort of pan out in those big games. You know, sometimes and, uh, if you get away, if it, it sort of gets a little bit away from you. You know, the momentum's hard to stop. And, and we saw that for you guys on the weekend. Uh, you well, I'll, us, give
0: you, uh, I'll, I'll give you my last little stat for, for yeah, our period, on. mate, last because it was stat, quite mate, impressive. For those, for those for those three games mate where we had to turn it on our bowling figures as a team uh, was uh, 82 overs 30 wickets for 177
1: Ooh, ooh that's some good figures there you, you and got a for f- count? you got a count in your maidens uh
0: yeah yeah a maiden count i oh, actually i got it written down cuz i showed oh, the boys you boys i thought it was
1: impressive it should i think be it was I'm pretty,
0: I'm pretty sure it was 28 maidens 28
1: maidens
0: 20. so a third a third of your bowling figures yeah. 27 maidens, 82 overs, 27 maidens. Seven. So one in three seven. overs was a maiden. Now, D. Grunsel, David Grunsel, granny, who, Grunny. Uh, who's our, our fearsome, uh, fearsome opener, for the last three games of the season, 21 overs, 11 maidens, seven for 25. Wow. There's some figures. And I, and, I and I was happy with myself. I, I thought I did quite well, but that was like I was 16 overs, six maidens, four for 30. Like granny, mate, like just so team everybody.
1: Know, oh,
0: mate, I'm not disappointed at all. I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very, very happy. I'm just ecstatically impressed with old granny. So yeah, it's just going to make me just keep working on that line, just keep trying to hit that. As granny said, mate, you just want to put it in a spot where they don't know whether to drive or go on the back foot. And that's the secret spot. That's the line. That's where Pat Cummins puts it. Pat Cummins puts it just short of a length where I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do. So, yeah, needless to say, uh, the town of Wanji, we ran out of red paint because it's all over Wanji. All
1: uh-huh. right.
0: And we didn't fucking let loose. And I was still sore on Monday. So, uh, you're,
1: not yeah. as, you're not as flexible as they say. That bounce back ability, you know, it dwindles as you get a little bit older. Anyway, nothing about the cricket. Cricket's over. We're footy season. We're three rounds into the footy season. You know, um, there's a few teams undefeated. There's a few teams haven't won a game. We'll talk about them a little bit later, going on to an Owen start. we could start calling them Owens, but we obviously got to start the show, as we do every single week, with the most important players in the game, the front rowers, and them scoring oh. their tries. So, That's first good. off, Adam Fanua-Blake, it took a couple of days. It took us till Saturday, I think it was, but Adam Fanua-Blake got the front rowers off-rolling. And it wasn't only Adam Fanua-Blake in that match. We had Brian Sutton, the old, you know, mate from school, old Sierra, and uh, the controversial try of the weekend. Obviously, Ben Murdoch was up. but we ain't gonna take it off the big man. We ain't gonna be no taking way, it off the big man. Not him, not today. and we'll get to Sticky a little bit later as well. Uh, then, obviously, Regan Campbell Gillard when he scores and he makes him look good. You know, he ain't gonna fuck around when he gets to the trial line. He's gonna. He doesn't get many, so he's gonna make him look good when he gets them. And then I think this might be his first try. And if it isn't his first try, it's definitely the longest he's ever run in the NRL to screw a try. Oh, Stefano Utoika Manu. Well done for the West Titans. Yeah, man. And then but it, yeah, one
0: impressive. more one
1: more try from a front rower. Uh, the front rower up at the Gold Coast Titans. Umweki uh, Futueka. So apologise that this pronunciation was a shocker, but up the up the front rowers.
0: Well, the thing is it's not – front rowers haven't just been scoring tries at will this year, which has been – look, it's been five, six, seven front rowers scoring tries every weekend. They're setting them up. They're bursting through the line. They're drawing fullbacks. You know, with the old one-two, like pass, pass, bang. You know, um, uh, who was it? I think a little video. I think it was the Titans. Was it the Titans? No, no, no. It was Manly. Uh, it was Manly. Manly game. Oh, no, no. Yeah, Sorry. We last it the week. weekend. No, yes. The one yeah.
1: on the weekend was uh, the Titans. Oh, I think it was yeah. the Titans. They got a bit of an offload. Yeah, off-lo- yeah. Of around the yeah, there was an
0: offload and then a burst comes through. Passed the ball, Jamal jo- Jamil Jofiel. Jamil Jofiel. 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 Jofi- I'm not sure. Jayman- Jamil Jayman- Joliffe. Jolif. Yeah. Jamin Joliffe. Jameel Joliffe. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Jamin. He, after the offload comes from Mo, passes it, pops it out to Aaron Clark. Aaron Clark finds the big man, makes the line break. And bang, just finds the next man on the inside. Hey, right. Or you know, day all
1: day. And AJ Brinson was one who finish that off and you know. Good he he p- last it year, even before the Origin series. But when you have a perform you only had that one game, but when you have that performance, you see it all the time. When you see guys go up at a level and they perform instantly, when they go back down, it's not that they're cocky again, it's just that they know that they're, they're they feel they belong. They're yes, correct. Correct. That's the they way. feel they
0: belong because they went up to that level and they performed at a high level, and they went. They just get so much self belief going. The, I am. The, I am here. I belong here. Yeah. So yeah. when I go down, yeah. I'm going to lift my guys. Now look, Titans look good. Look, granted, it was against a, a struggling Cowboys side, but they busted at a moment. They did what good teams do, yeah. and run up the score and put them away.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, uh, I think their win was a bit more impressive than the Broncos' win. Obviously, the scoreline. So oh, without, you know, it, well, but oh, without it, a doubt. without a In itself, I feel like sometimes the Broncos, you know, the the sort of celebrations. It's good to have a win. They haven't had a win in a very long time, you know. And any win at NRL level is something you've got to savour. But at the same time, it, it's if you've not... got
0: to wait. If you've got to wait for the whole schedule to come around to you play the Bulldogs again, though, it, it, you know, you've got to take it with a grain of salt. Like yeah. they haven't won in over a year. But the last time they, well, less than a year, but almost a year. the last time they won was against the Bulldogs. So. Yes. And uh, look, I'm very glad I was busy celebrating, not having to sit through that game. Um, <laughs> you know, to be honest, yeah. to be perfectly honest. But look, I was already reeling from another game, mate. You know. Um, yes, it was a tough, look, was a tough you know, loss. as it just, is. let's get let's, let's get time, it out. Any of, other let's, time. Get, let's get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way. Yep. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, South Sydney yeah. Rabbitohs, uh, 26, I think it was 26 to 16 comfortable in the end you know the scoreline looked like it was you know 10 points you know Roosters could have been in it but at the end of the day those two tries just before half time, you know that was it it was over from there it was and, you know but
0: embarrassingly flattering to us
1: yeah correctly we got got, got a bit lucky towards the end there that game was well and truly over but my observation of it and I didn't get a chance to watch it at home uh, on tv I sort of you know I always meant to try and get out to watch it but sometimes you just find a reason not to, to get there. Well, but,
0: I, could, I could find plenty of reasons
1: as a Roosters fan to not want to watch
0: that game.
1: Yeah, again. exactly. But, but my, my feeling of watching it whilst I was at the game got this sense that uh, South managed to get the ascendancy straight away in the forwards. And they didn't really let up on that. There was a little bit there where I think maybe James Tedesco might have got a bit lucky and he scored that try through the middle. Uh, well, not James Sinister specifically. The Roosters got a bit of a, you know, fortunate bounce of the ball or something. And then other than really that, the South Sydney middle were on top the entire game. It actually reminds me of a time when the Roosters and the Broncos, not due to the, you know, they weren't celebrated or anything, but they used to actually play on Good Friday. They were the original Good Friday game, the Roosters and the Broncos. Now, any Roosters fans out there? Any Broncos fans out there? They all know. They all yeah. know who the original Good Friday match was. And it was the Roosters and the Broncos. Anyway, it takes me back to one of those times when the Broncos pack star started as it was back then. Petro, Sivan Siva, Brad Thorne, not sure, that question mark on that. Gordon Talis, Dan Carlo, big forward pack. And they managed to get a game where they got on top of us from the start and they just didn't let up. And that was exactly the same way that the, that, uh, the South City Rabbitohs dealt to the Roosters on Friday night.
0: Yeah, and look, the bruce—they didn't allow themselves to get in that battle, you know. In that war. They were in that war. They which which normally they do. It was very unroosters like, you know. Obviously, they like to set that tone, um, the, with the forwards and up the middle. That's part of that power game they get going. So the guys like Tedesco and Morris and the Kiris can open up and find some space on the edges. But they were getting they were getting pushed back and beat in the middle, and they weren't helping themselves with errors and then later on penalties but you know by the, by the 20 minute mark their minds just went elsewhere there's just do you, do you they think, were too
1: emotional do you think when you see a punch come out of uh, that Saluka Saluka forfeiture when you Fafida. see that punch and just sort of the situation that punch came about and then you talk you hear the the sort of a comment from Robertson saying you know everyone is very close with Teddy things could get a little bit You know, it was a sort of a little bit of a sly comment where if you read between the lines, you could sort of get a sense that there was something brewing there. And then to see the punch, it makes me feel as though sometimes maybe the roosters as a collective might have got a little bit too far on that inverted curve. And they probably were to the other side because you actually sent a message where they were trying to, you know, trying to uh, beat up on South. And really South were just not even weathering it, just sort of popping it on the chin and moving forward. But they Not weren't even trying crazy. to
0: bet. they weren't trying to beat up on South. They were trying to beat up on Jai yeah. You know, they, they were getting beat up by South. And then the moment Jai and look, South had the you know had the jump on him early. Yeah. And then Jaiaro came on into the 22nd, 23rd minute, and I believe it was still only 6-0 at that point, but very close to being 12-0. And they just focus went elsewhere and we continue to give away dumb penalties. Hargraves obviously plays on the line. We love Jared for what he does because he comes in and can lift our blokes. But if he starts to cross that line, he gave away a bunch of penalties, just penalties we didn't need to give away. And then you just see the guys rushing up, just trying to put shots on Jai. There's a lot of chirp. You could see the talk. And we just lost our focus on our game plan. And then in amongst that, we either wanted to bash the shit out of Jai Arrow or rip heads off from of some other players in the, on the Bunnies team. Or we wanted to run around them and just run a score up on them. But we didn't want to do the hard work. Yeah. And we just lost our composure. So that was that was disappointing. That was... That was already heartbreaking enough as it is. Like, I wish all we had to talk about was a beatdown, you know. I actually wish I wish we got beat by fifty and that was it. But unfortunately, it was the last twenty minutes of injuries was just that the nightmare just fucking kept going. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, I was pretty downtrodden, mate. So um, yeah,
1: yeah, we always got to Look, speak about it, Kiri gone for the season potential that Lamb. I'm not sure they haven't really come out and said that it's a season ending. So he might get no 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 no, no six,
0: six, about six weeks, six to eight okay, weeks. There you go. So and he's, 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 he's got an M. He's got an MCL, um, which reads what? Which which what
1: for those plantarises.
0: So MCL is your um your medial, your medial uh your medial cruciate ligament. So yeah, anterior is obviously the um that's uh, the odd. bad one. That's that's the back. That's the back of your knee. Oh, back. Okay. Anterior, the medial is on the side, and yeah. then your your PCL is the front. So the medial. Um, look, if you can have a really bad media MCL and it yep. can be bad, and obviously Lamb's, it didn't look nice. Sure. Like it, just the way his knee moved, you thought there could be multiple ruptures, but just an MCL um, and best case is six weeks, six to six to eight weeks. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he should be back this year, um, which is good because I thought Lamb's looked pretty good. Um, but obviously the Kiri's a big one because we were already playing with an inexperienced half um, and having Kiri there was the big driving force and he was looking fucking great through the first couple of rounds and I was really so excited was to see him. And so was Lamb. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, it sucks, mate. But look, you know, it's only round three. Um Look, it's going to be very hard for the Roosters from here,
1: of we course. We talk about maybe how they can sort of, how they'll go about trying to replace that for this weekend because that's got to be our match and focus for um, four. But yeah, obviously we'll talk it about that a bit later focus on. ...for the week, which is the grand final replay. I said no oh. Q, no Panthers, and I didn't mean it as in no Panthers, but I just thought that the Melbourne Storm would have enough class to be able to come over the top of the Cleary-less Penrith Panthers, but uh, I was wrong, wrong again. Won't be the first, wasn't the first, and whoa, won't yeah. be the last. But it was a great game as, uh, as it was, just as a fan of it. What did you think? That, mate, for a game
0: not involving your team, that is one of the best games of footy I've seen in yep. I don't know how long. It was so exciting. Um, and like, as a 12-10 game, that was one of the most exciting 12-10 games I think I'll ever see. Yep. It was just Cameron Munster was phenomenal. Matt Burton, fuck, he stepped up. Like, I thought it was going to be a close game. Obviously, no Cleary, but there's no Pappenhausen. There's no Harry Grant. There's no Dale Finucan, but no Cleary and no Coruscant. Yeah, That one keeps getting forgotten to be mentioned. No Coruscant either. But Penrith—they're a great club, great unit, and that defence. Like they're the first points they've conceded this year. they
1: are fucking—they're the real deal, man. Like they are, and they've just one got of those. So much belief. trial of the match. Brandon Smith out of dummy half, out acting half, yeah. which makes me, you know, so proud of the boys to know that the timing. It. You know, they're not going at the wrong times. They're making sure that there's, you know, a little bit of a space there. You know, they're not wasting the opportunity. They're making sure that when they pounce, it's a valid pounce. It's not one of those ones where it's, it just ends up in a dead end. You know, where they sh- where mm. it wasn't the wasn't one of the top options. You know, it might not be the best option to go for no house and time, but yeah. it's when it's the worst option, and that's yeah. when you find yourself in, a in the file. file. Yeah,
0: in the file. exactly.
1: But you to know.
0: Right, no, look, awesome game. Awesome game, without a doubt. It was um pretty hectic finish, obviously, as well. Um look, from my angles, it looks like it looked to me like uh, Melbourne were a bit unlucky not to get a penalty. Yeah, true for so, that for that, that, that offside. But that does that doesn't guarantee anything. It was still would have been a forty metre kick from a non kicker. Yeah. You know, non, a non regular kicker. But mind you, the way Cameron Munster was playing, if they had a penalty from sixty out, I'd have probably back him to get it. Can you take a drop?
1: <laughs> can you drop kick the penalty goal? I don't know. That's a good
0: question. Because you can in rugby, can you? Yeah, in rugby, I, think you could... I think
1: it's easier to place kick it. The ball's not moving. That's... Yeah,
0: in, yeah. In rugby, you can just do a drop kick. Like I've seen them do it when they've had to rush and they've just gone, "Fuck! It, I'll just try do a drop kick."
1: What a drop kick penalty goal, though.
0: Oh yeah, drop kick penalty goal. I know they you can do it as a conversion. Seen drop kick conversions. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Anyway, maybe you just maybe maybe that's where you go. You you take the tack throw it for the 2.40 2. point field goal. Yeah. <laughs> Set up for it. You know It's been brought in. But look, it was still awesome to see um, just a try saver on the last play. Um, I think the penalty isn't the only talking point. I think old Olam had the fox unmarked on his left. But to be fair, he probably scores that try 9 times out of 10 or 19 times out of 20.
1: Yeah, and the um, other defence for, for Olam there, this is my... Because this is what I said at the time. Um... Adokar had an open way to the trial line before and missed it. Game yeah. to him on a
0: platter. Yeah. It. So he thought, well, yeah. I'll pass it to you again. <laughs> uh, look, that's not, look, mate, Olam's made of uh, like solid rock. Like, so, you know, he just, if, that close to the line, I think even Bellamy's saying, score the try. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's just a great try save from Kickout. And the whole, well, not just Kickout, but the whole Panthers group is there. So yeah. phenomenal effort. They're going to be there. Um, they're going to be there at the business end, we know. You and um,
1: to listen to all, not just younger players, but all other NRL players to not dive, not give up on the play. get Because you know, he, cause he kind of did. He kind of did, but they went, shit, I better get up and go. Because
0: he kind of stayed down for a bit. Oh, I'm not getting the penalty. I better fucking hightail it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and he moved. And old kick out, he moved. Yeah, yeah. He a big boy. who stretched that arm out, you know, so... No, Melbourne, where's the last time we seen Melbourne be one from three to start a season and lose two in a row? Oh, I don't
1: know. I remember they played, uh, I'm going to say 2018. Whatever
0: 2018?
1: 2018.
0: Okay, we'll have, we'll have to go to the video ref for that I'm
1: not, one. I'm not going to, uh, it might not be one of three, so apologies there. But wasn't to, the best start look, to be fair, though, like their three matches
0: have been South, Parramatta, and Penrith. Yeah. And they're three teams that could very well be in the top four. Yep. So that's a, that's a big opener. They get the Broncos this week. So, so
1: I also feel as though the way that uh, Matt Burton played on the weekend can exactly explain as to why the Panthers themselves oh, without a doubt. don't want to be just releasing him just to an opposition straight away. And, and then also I think I'll, I'll show you, I sent you those photos and, you know, that's just the competitor. That can be at the bare minimum just a competitor competing. But the way that he was, you know, in those big moments in the game last, on the weekend, was he is in this team. He is as much in this team as any of the mouths out there.
0: Oh, for sure. And yeah. he's from there too. Like, he's a peninsular, exactly. you know. He's grown up playing with these guys. He wants to play for a premiership. And yeah, look, a premiership. And look, and, and look, he's been rewarded this week. He's named in the starting team. Starting team? He's to played win. in the centres. Matt playing in the center. Is Stephen Crichton's at fullback, because okay. Dylan Edwards is out for six weeks with the uh, six weeks with a broken. Um, uh, does he have a, a broken hand? I think.
1: Excited. This is going to be
0: exciting. So, I can. So you see got
1: that can work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't. see him as a center. I, I don't know. think he's got the speed. I think his his uh, his strength is there. that that left hand flank, that left flank where he's able to, uh, you know, he's got that left foot kick. That's one. But he's yep. also, um, I think he's got the the time and the, and the space. I don't necessarily think he's got the the brute strength and the footwork. He's a well, he's a big boy though. He's a yep. big boy, it's Matty Byrne. Mate, why can't he just? They did it last year. They did it last year with with Tyrone May and and Edwards. I can just see Crichton pushing back up into the front line. Maybe not defensively. Defensively, Matt Byrne might defend in the centres. Crying at the back, but going into the trial line, I can see Burton being the guy who, um, if, if they want to the bring different
0: fullback shapes and stuff, yeah, 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 for, yeah for sure. And Tyree and Tyre May is is there, number 14. Yep. Um, so they've just, you see, more teams are now wanting more playmakers available. Um, obviously, this game is playing exactly right, but he's on the, he's going to be in the left center, he's got that left foot kick, yeah, you yeah. know, they, you know, they go one side, bang, there you go, Burton. And like you saw, his kicking game was awesome, some of those. Some of those spirals he was putting up, like oh,
1: yeah. as a fullback, he had
0: nightmares over those things. Yeah.
1: But the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs would be like, I think, really? I think, if if people are like little train spotters of rugby league, they may already know this. But for me, uh, I actually finally got my lesson learnt about how this works. So for a long time, I've always said to you, uh, why does the halfback? Why is usually not always? Why is usually the halfback on the right-hand side and usually the 5 out on the left-hand side? And I never really understood it. I used to always think just because everyone else did it, that's why everyone else does it. That's not a very – that for me has never been a reason to do anything, as you know. Yeah. And then I think I heard Robbo say that Kiri's going to play halfback because we wanted to be the chief playmaker, and when you become halfback, you actually become the chief kicker, the number first yeah. kicker, not the best. Yeah. yeah, So obviously you're the best. Yeah. Kicker. Yeah. The first yeah. kicker, and it's better for a right foot kicker, kicker sorry, to be on yeah, the, the right, right side of the field. Hence why yeah. they swung Jerome Luar to the other side, because I don't know if he's a left footer or not. I think he's actually a left footer as well.
0: Yeah, he's left footer. Yeah. yeah they
1: swung him to the other side because they wanted Burden's left foot. Slash him to be the number one kicker, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah so for sure. that's where it fully comes to me. Went, ah, yes, that's why they've got Burden on the left, even though, even though eye's Lu- the left footer, Burden's the better kicker, so you're going yeah. to the left,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, no, look, it's, it's interesting. It's going to be um, it's it's fun. Look, obviously, they you know, he played well enough for them to go, Look, Ivan's gone. You, you're playing footy again this week. We're putting you back in that team yeah. because you're a footballer. We'll find yeah. a space for you. Correct. We'll find a space for you. And it, um, so that's good.
1: It makes me think of this thing where it's like, just because you sign a player for the future, like not for now, for a, a year's time, doesn't mean you have dibs on the player. Yeah. Absolutely. And I don't know if it's the Bulldogs head or whatever, but the storyline, the fact that it's a story, just should be laughed at Like the person on, writing should, you, about it Shouldn't even think about discussing that yeah, I
0: didn't. You shouldn't be surprised Why it's been written about as a story The story I don't think is coming from Bulldogs going man why don't we get Matt Burton Now I know he's signed from 2022 But it's outrageous that they won't let him have it Maybe like one of the Fucking water boys wives said that And then this, the, uh, the writer has gone Oh one of the close sources with the Bulldogs has said they're pretty unhappy that They're not releasing him like, come on! He signed for twenty twenty two. Like, obviously, if both parties agree, they go look. He's just playing reserve grade here. He can go start over there. There's not. A, he's not getting to start here. So, if, sure, for the player and for you, let him go. But for parents, they're like, no fucking way. As we just saw, Kiri goes down. Like for the Roosters, if something was to happen to Luai or or Cleary for for a long time, they got Matt
1: Burton that just slots right in. You know, so, yeah. mate. But no qualms with me. You know, like, we all laughed about, you know, maybe we could get Benji. We should have got Benji, man. Now, yeah. Sam, now, they're the ones he comes on with 10 minutes to go. And he's relishing in that role. He's loving the fact that he's. he's it's, you look at him and he's grateful just to still be playing first grade, even yeah. if it's 10 minutes. You know it's what I mean? Than, as he said, it's better than digging holes. <laughs> it's better than digging the holes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, than, now yeah.
0: to, to, be, to be fair, if Benji wasn't playing footy, he
1: wouldn't be digging holes. He
0: wouldn't be digging holes. Yeah, yeah. But I know, I know what he means. It's a gratitude to be still playing footy.
1: This is my number one job, my number one dream. I've always wanted to do it. I've always done it. I don't want to do anything else for as long as possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It's good. Look. But look, a, guy, lot of injuries, yes, a lot yes. of injuries so far this year means there's going to be a lot of opportunities for a lot of these young guys coming through. So it'll be exciting to see um, how it happens. Yeah. And when it happens,
1: yeah, all right. So, uh, we've got matches in focus this week as we do every other week. Yep, with the games again. What's the first game? Well, well, there's a couple of bludges on this weekend,
0: but there is a couple of good good games that are the first basically Thursday, Friday. If you've got plans Thursday, Friday, don't worry if you missed the footy. Um, you can check in Beautiful. later, you know, uh, which is good, which is good, but yeah, first game of focus. Um, the Canberra Raiders coming up against these uh, the newer and resurgent Gold Coast Titans. Okay, yeah. So a real, real, real test for Gold Coast. Right, this has got to be a cracking Test gun. their medal against a team that's, you know, been up there for the last couple of years. And for the Raiders, obviously a bit of a bounce-back game after getting picked at the line by the Warriors in an epic encounter, which I fucking wish I got to watch live. But granted... I had other things that you I was doing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Winning fucking championships, um, but now look, mate, this is going to be awesome. It's a, I believe it's the Saturday night game too. So, uh, which is quite started over the last year or two has been started being quite quite often being a bit of a prime time game.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Correct. Um, you know, That's
0: one cool. of the a. Mat- Fox have got Saturday Night Rugby League as one of the best games around quite often, especially as we get later <laughs> on in the year when, you know, they've worked out going, oh, fuck, like we thought this team was going to be good, but now they're not and they're playing on Thursday night. Um, so, yeah, 7.30 up at Seabus um, Stadium. Uh, so still in the clear for now um, as far as uh, lockdowns and restrictions, oh, but they're, they're all right there on the Gold Coast. And, yeah, man, I can't wait. It's going to be great. You know, they've got that four packs rolling. And as you talked about before, uh, AJ Brimson is just an excitement machine at the back.
1: I think that young Tanner Boyd has played really well too. The, the, this, um, game, so it, this game strikes me as a match that, that the Raiders really, really need to worry about. And, you know, the way that Sticky carried on on the weekend, you know, it was one of those ones where it was, it was, it was that bad that, that's not why you should be mad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel as though, I think is, they're not in the same position and they're, they're not going to fulfil the expectation this year. That's the vibe I'm getting. But was it, wasn't that the, the, like,
0: obviously, I didn't watch the game live, but yeah. the forward pass that they're referring to, was that the first try on the comeback try? Like, they scored four tries. No, it wasn't the first one. The second one? It was it. it I think it was. It was the thought. first try. So it, Canberra were up um thirty one ten, and it was the try that made it then thirty one sixteen. So they're still up by fifteen after it happened.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like okay, you can bring it up and go, okay, how the fuck do you miss it? Like, okay, you know, whatever. But yeah, he likes to go on a tirade, and look, Ricky wants he wants to shield his players, but but you're also giving him an out. Yeah. Kind of give him out now. That, now they now they'll you know he, he wanted to give him credit for being warriors with all like the bench being depleted, but you were up by twenty and you
1: lost. But don't you actually? That is exactly it. You've you've actually. So I, I've said this one before. Sensory acuity. I don't know what it is, but I get this vibration. And last year, Ricky wasn't having it. Wasn't having none of that shit. He wasn't blaming nobody else. There was like a few bad decisions or a few shit that happened or whatever. And he called to the press conference and I goes, I don't give a fuck about that shit. We ain't going to be blaming that. And that's exactly what he'd done that, 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 like the other day, is he's gone back into that blaming mode. And when he gets into that blaming mode, he, gets, he comes in, he tells, says this little can't tell the truth shit, and then goes off and storms off, I've done my job, done my job. And then... Goes on out to the press conference. Those are those types of things where I think to myself, this is why I call you a cry. Not that he cares what the phone. You He'd probably make me cry. Oh, I'm, uh, I'd like to speak the truth, but I can't speak the truth
0: uh, because I'll problem. get a fine. And if the fine was going to the Ricky Stewart Foundation, <laughs> then i would tell you the truth. <laughs> but it's not going there, so I can't tell you the truth. You All, know, right. You know, All right, <laughs> mate. But you know what? But guess what he's achieved it because everyone's talking about Ricky and Ricky having a sook, and they're not talking about the Raiders bombing a 20-point lead. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that they probably should have lost to the Sharks last week, and for 40 minutes against the Tigers, looked pretty ordinary. So they, they haven't they haven't had the most, the smoothest sort of start to the year, and I think they're missing John Bateman. They could be missing they're John Bateman. They're definitely missing John Bateman, but there's, also, but there's also, yeah. is that, it's also, this is their sort of, it's coming... I'm not going to say it's come to the end. You don't know when your window ends. But, you know, they had that run in 19. They got to the grand final and obviously got picked by the Roosters. And then last year, you know, they they had those losses. They lost Hodgson, but then sort of found that resurgence, got Bateman back and got to the prelim and then got beat. And so they're in it again this year. And that's the first time Ricky's had back-to-back final series since, since Fred- the Roosters, since Freddie Fittler, since that man right behind you. So... You know, it starts to then a little bit of sense of urgency starts to create, like, oh, fuck, could we miss this window? Like, if we miss out this year, Josh Hodgson's in his 30s. He's had a couple of ACLs now. Um, you know, your players all get a year older and there's, there's only a certain amount of time and opportunities you have when, the, when all the players line up to go for it. So, yeah, look, you know, the pressure sort of eats in. Look, I do mean, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw something right out there. I'll throw something right out there. <laughs> throw it out there! Oh, Oh, look, everyone's talking about the injuries to the Roosters and could they miss the I think the Raiders could miss the eight this year. No, no, throw it out there. Throw They're out going it. to miss the eight. I think they will miss the eight this they year. Miss the, wa- the Warriors look great. The Knights will get Ponga back. St.
1: George <laughs> is looking like a resurgent team. The Titans, the Titans are flying. That's why I think it's a massive game for the Titans because it's one of those games where, you know, if they don't play their best, then they won't win the game. The, the Raiders are too good for them. But if yeah. they play their best for the full 80 minutes, it will show, one, how far they've come. And it's what is necessary to beat a side with the calibre that, not with yeah, with the calibre that Canberra have and, and yeah. the, the potential that they yeah, can they play. Are. If you don't play 80 minutes against them, there's a good chance you're going to lose that game.
0: Correct. Because even when they don't play their best, they can find a way to win. That's find one thing. Win. I won't. And that's what they, that's, what, they,
1: that's yeah. what. The fact that, uh, uh, what's it called? They almost scored on the buzzer as well just shows how much. Exactly. Play. But exactly for me, right they're resilient two things i don't think you can be blaming them the forward pass when your team concedes more than 30 points that's personal right. right that's personal that's me that's how i see the game you know maybe bad decisions went against you but if you ever clock up more than 30 points collective with all the bad decisions you haven't played well enough but the second thing i want nathan hardmush put this to my attention you know, I don't watch too much of the Fox footy shows these days. You know, competitor in the mark, that's what we do. But I did notice one thing. He showed a moment there where another front row, a front row, mate of ours, Bantia Foa, from the New Zealand Warriors, be a part of a chase. He didn't, get quite, he didn't quite get Jordan Rapana, but he, got, he was there in cover to save a try, which in the end yeah. was enough points to save them to win the game. Thanks. Yeah, exactly right. To so another
0: front row. From that crowd. To guy. another front row. Yeah, look, um, it actually reminds me, do you remember uh, a couple of years ago? Was it yeah, I believe it was two years ago. Um and they had because the first magic round was two years ago, right? Last yeah. year was the second time they did it. Sure. And you remember that remember when the Roosters played the Raiders? Yeah. and I think the Roosters were up twenty four, twenty-six years, yeah. maybe. And players started dropping like flies. Yeah, a couple of routes. like boy went down. I think we got down to maybe no one. Went
1: off and come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we almost got down to the point where we didn't have a bench by the end of it. Yeah. And we almost got the Raiders almost run us down. Like I think it was thirty to six, and finished up thirty to twenty four. And the Raiders had a chance to almost score a try at the end. And when they talked to Robo after the game, you know, they asked, "Oh, you know, obviously losing players, and you know, it was a bit tough out there." And Robo just dismissed it. And he's like, look, there's enough guys out there for us to do our job. That's not an excuse, um, you know, for anything that happens out there. There's, there's 13 players on the field that can go and compete. We train hard for these things in the offseason. So we're prepared for these kind of situations. Like, he was having none of it. Like, he was having none of it. Like, okay, players rigid. No, that's not an excuse. Like, we, we should have been better to not allow them to get that close. Yeah, yeah. But we got the win. We'll take, we'll take what we can from that and sort of move on from that. Not blaming anything. Yeah. And this is just an own, an ownership thing. Um, but look, some coaches like to blame and sometimes it is deflecting, you know. I'm not yeah. in his mind. Um, but yeah, look, if the Raiders are to lose to the Titans this week, um, Massey scout for the Titans, obviously. And fuck, man, Fafita. He looked... Oh, he was amazing. So damaging. So glad I got even my super coach team.
1: And Tito, I, I think myself, I never said this too publicly, but I, I think I had this... Too big of an expectation on Tino Amalawi. Uh, you know, he was our leading trial scorer for front rowers last year. He's been demoted from the front rowers club. He's now back row. That's fine by me. You know. You know, when, when he performed when he oh. was a front rower, he was the best front rower. He's now he back rower, that's fine.
0: he played front row on <laughs> Sunday.
1: So you're gonna call him a yeah, that's man, I'm glad you me to have him back because you was the point there. There's a point there where some of these players, you know, I'm not backpedalling here, but, you know, I just, I was, I'm quite protective of these guys. And this yeah. as, as they were leading tri last year, you know? Yeah. It all no, he's some, a front-rower. going to push him to the back row? No, he, no, he's a front-rower who has
0: slotted into the back row. I'm I'm so more than happy from, to do it. So, So, that. He was, so he, mate, well, he had the third, yeah, he's in the club. Absolutely, he never left. Okay. My, my never should have left. You know, but he had that, because he, well, I he, he you know what I, what I really liked, what the Titans did, um, on the weekend is obviously they, have, they had Tino at 13 and had Mo and Jared Wallace starting at front row named. But come, start, come game time, Tino moved up to the starting front row and spot. Mo went to the bench and Tyrone Peachy came on in the thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So and, and, it was, and it was really, I think it really helped him. Tyron Peachy was so effective out there just having quick hands Tyron in Peach the middle. Tyrone
1: in their best 13 players. Let's Correct. He's in their best fight.
0: And I don't think Locke is a
1: perfect fucking position for him. Too. Locke, it doesn't. he can play wing to fucking hooker. It doesn't bother me. Mm. He needs to be on the field. Like you said, yeah. it's perfect. And this is how I used to see it. I used to look at it and they'd have Mo and Jarrett up front and Tito at the back. And I just used to think, well, if they're going with Tino at 13, Tyrone Peach is a better lock than him. That's what yeah. I thought. And so yeah. you're right. Once, you, once I saw them put Tino up front, I went, well, yeah, he's probably a better lock than... Than Jared Wallace as well, and it's yeah. not worth worthy of the first grade side. But he's not better than Tyrone Peachy. Not None. Mm. I don't think any of those three are better than Tyro Peachy.
0: Yeah, not at that role. Not not with that. Not what he can bring. You know, because um
1: well, you need to have rather, that, you, you be. There's three spots there, and there's four guys. He's better yeah. than all of them. There's three yeah. spots there. Yeah. No, but it's
0: it, good. It was it was really good for that. Like, because he was able to link up with these guys in the middle. And then you keep those. You rotate those big men through and keep them fresh so they can power through. And and then you've got... David is fucking huge. I can't believe that guy's 20. What was he, 21 or something? Like, he's so big
1: and fast and just... Oh, he's just... It's how, so, how, much that longer, he's, how much longer will he be on an edge until he moves in and he becomes Jason Tamalolo? Uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know, but like... Does needs
1: to be on the edge like that? Yeah. Well... Would you, would, you, would you want
0: kick out to move to the middle?
1: Yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah, eventually. Not,
0: not now, not now. I think it's, because I, I think it's, um, I guess part of it, it's, you know, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Go, get this guy in the middle, get him power, and it's through the middle, which is the engine. But then yeah. there's that other bit. It's like, this guy can be an attacking weapon. Just get a little, little bit more, more space. A little bit more space. He can get more one-on-one opportunities and fuck trying to tackle that guy one-on-one. And then <laughs> when you bring two guys in, now you have an overlap to a faster guy.
1: Maybe maybe their intensity drops. So when they can't maintain that intensity on the edge, okay? You can just slot him in there.
0: Anymore,
1: but we'll bring you into the middle.
0: Because you can just as easily, especially with Peachy and Fafita, there you go, all right, cool. Let's move uh, Peachy just to an edge. So we kind of got like a second playmaker just helping out with that edge, linking up with that center wing combination and yeah. bring Fafita into the middle Power through, he gets a quick play, the balls, and you've got Brimson just popping up, trying to pop holes off the back of him. Because um, he's just popping off loads left, right, and center, and he breaks fucking tackles like he's eating wheat pigs for a wheat challenge.
1: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, no, look, exciting game, mate. I'm, I'm leaning towards the Titans, to be honest. Um, but well, I think I've got to, I've got to, you know, that's, I'm jumping on the hot ticket. Um, but it's going to be a pretty good game. Well, I'm seeing cracks,
1: I'm seeing cracks in that Cameron Raiders, you know, armor. I'm seeing crack in the Viking clap. <laughs> All right, well, so yeah. well, um, just, to me.
0: Well, just also also just quickly, when you look at their coming up upcoming games after they play the Gold Coast, Camber plays Penrith. <laughs>
1: they've
0: got they've got Penrith, then <laughs> Parramatta. Um, uh, so that's a big that's a you know well, tough little contest three,
1: and two three games against lower opposition. Just string you know get that winning smell again coming kind of through the Danker up. You know, it gets you, especially a team like the Raiders, you know, lots of experience down there. Jordan Rapiner, you know, you don't need to give him half a sniff and he'll be back. But, you know, I'm seeing cracks going for the Titans. Um, this is she's so year's going to be my year where I bring you out Wiki. Versus. This is the,
0: yeah, babe. Well, maybe you got a bit more of a chance to stand it, eh, this year. Um. But look, these are their next five games. Obviously, Titans this week. Then they go Penrith. They go up to, they play Parramatta. They travel up to North Queensland and then they play South. Oof, it's a tough game. So, so that puts even, that just puts a lot more onus on this game. So look, they're definitely going to come come ready to play and are the Titans ready for that tough contest? We'll find out.
1: Yeah, see what they're made of. Um, now, well, I couldn't help but uh, feel you don't really want to go there, but it's something we're going to have to address. You know, Let's We have it. to move Let's on. Kiri got for the season. Lockerland out for six to eight weeks. Roosters need to find out something, some sort of formula in the back line to get them going again. How, well, do, you not, not just, How do you see it? Well, I think the other thing to
0: add um, to, I guess, the whole picture of that is it's not just that those guys who got injured on the weekend. There's also no Cordner, no Jake Friend, you know, two massive leaders. Um, obviously, Victor Radley coming back in this week helps out massively. Having him back in there to be able to link up, you know, he was really he's been really good um, over the last couple of years, when we have had the odd Kronk or Kiri missing, when uh, when they've rested or been injured, so he's a huge in. Uh, it looks like they've named Sam Walker and Drew Hutchinson. Uh, what I find interesting uh, is Matt, Matt Ikavalu is on the bench.
1: Yeah, got so, fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> so I think have <laughs> got. I, said, think, got well, I think I said you're fourteen Ikevalu, and we're going to use you as a fourteen. Well, I think,
0: I think what they'll probably do is Freddie Lussick won't play 80 minutes. Yep. Um, so Drew Hutchinson will go into nine when Lussick goes off and Ikevalu will probably go out to either the centres or the wing and Joey Marnie will jump into six. Yeah, okay. So I I mean, think that's, this probably, is,
1: that's probably a little bit more, what's the word? Uh, composed. Probably more sensible and a more... Uh, more, you know, measured, uh, yeah. more measured approach. Yeah, yeah. What did you say? Uh, uh, vision, well, vision approach, correct? Yeah, that's not how I see it. I don't see a lot of that at all. I just, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I see, yeah, uh, Hutchison moving back to 14, Morris pushing Manu in, Manu playing six, and Ikevalu on the oh, way. Oh, you
0: reckon, you reckon Morris will just start at six?
1: Morris will start at center?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, you think Manu, sorry, will just start at six? Yeah, yeah, he'll so just look, I, 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 that very well could happen. Uh, it could happen as well. You know,
1: that actually makes a bit more sense. Because I also felt as though last again, he's not gonna play the 80. Just bring Hutchison off for that.
0: Yeah. Hutchison yeah. off. So for I that? think that I think that way you've just got like a, a traditional half next yeah. to Sam Walker and his debut.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then Manu can come in later in the game and do Manu things. And it's also just it's a little bit of a more tri- not trial and error, it sort of sounds a little bit you know, uh, I guess disrespectful to say trial and error in an NRL game. But look, the only probably the only blessing that I can take from Luke Keery being done for the season is that it happens so early in the season.
1: Yeah, um, Because yeah, it yeah,
0: gives you, it, you've got all season to figure it out. How you are you going to try and make it work? And it gives you time to try and get combinations for the new guys coming in. So Sam Walker now comes in. Okay, there's always pressure when you're playing for the Roosters, but it's also now everyone's written them off. Yeah. So okay, there's not premiership pressure. Not unless you bring it by fucking playing the way that we all think you can.
1: Um, so what's the expect what's it's going to be interesting out of Walker? For now, for 2021 now. So before this year, I didn't have any expectation of him for this year. If you had no, to I, him, I just wanted to get through the eighty. Whereas now he yeah. has to play. So what's your expectation?
0: Oh so hard to say. Like I I've only seen a few little highlights and snippets of him, and the rest is just hearing you know, so many people just talk him up about how good he's been. So expectations, I guess, is just to be able to look like he belongs in the team. You know what I mean? Just sort of be able to, have, it's hard to expect too much from an 18 year old coming into to a pretty stacked team, but that's also going to help him. Yeah. Like when you look at how, look at how Kyle Flanagan played last year with the Roosters. Now, obviously he ended up getting moved on and they went somewhere else, but you wouldn't have said Kyle Flanagan had a terrible year. Yeah. You know? So that's he played well. He had some, had some, that's he, had, he had some, yeah, he had he had some good moments. He was a good year. Had a good kicking game. He played his role. He did all the things he needed to do. And now he goes to a, a Bulldogs team, which doesn't have as much uh, as many great players around him, and it's it, it, you struggle a bit more. And plus, when you lose in it's hard. Any halfback that's forwards are losing, you get pumped. It's kind of hard to make your mark a bit. So that's going to be a benefit for him to come in with a lot of experience around him. So look, I think he'll do quite well. My expectation is if he can do the if he can kick well. And not overplay any hand, overplay your hand. Then he's doing everything, everything right. But the way he looked at the trials with Lamb, that's that'll be good. that the Lamb can come back as well, because um, you know they played a little bit together over the off season. So I'm excited. I am excited. Like it's, it's sad. I'm I was super crushed for Kiri to be gone, but I'm really excited to see some of these young guys coming through because he is our future. He's the Roosters' future.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, my expectation of him is for the first game anyway is to, to just get through the 80. And that's going to sound a bit strange, but just to survive, get through the 80. That shouldn't be too difficult. Yeah, you kick well, the... not, not be kicking it dead, things like that. Like, no. Yeah, just don't be, kick, don't be kicking it dead yet. Just like, not blatant, just blatant shit that, like... Although, do, you, do your one percenters. One percenters. I mean, yeah, for me, just because you're 80 doesn't mean that you can't do all those other little shit right. You know what I mean? You're not expected to be Luke Keery. You're not expected to kick like Adam Reynolds. You're not expected to organise like freaking Cooper Cronk. You're just expected to... Play your game. Play, yeah. We, play. We, picked,
0: we, picked, we picked you to play in this game because we think that you're ready because of what you do.
1: Yeah, well, not you're ready, you're next. I always find that yeah. funny when they say that you're ready. It's like, well, I wasn't ready last week. Well, no, you might have been
0: ready. No, no, he might have been ready last week. There just wasn't a spot for him.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, true. Yeah, like you could be ready. There's just someone else in front of you. So, yeah. um,
1: right, then It's gonna be exciting. Right, who we play? we playing, War, oh. we're
0: playing the Warriors. Warriors. There you go. Playing the Warriors. So, Warriors, Warriors roosters are always tough contests. <laughs> well, they should always be this, tough. Con- they should win this one. Who are the Warriors?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, to- but
0: be- they, they beat us quite often. But look, they're missing, they've missing. they got their own injury problems. They're missing Chanel, but that didn't sit. Cody Nicarema just stepped up massively last week.
1: And, and they've just got O'Sullivan. this resilience. He's actually quite experienced. He's a little bit like Jamal Fogarty, not as quick. Well, a, a former, a, Sean O'Sullivan, a former
0: rooster For as well. Rooster. Yes. I think, and, I think the Broncos yes. would be disappointed letting him go. Absolutely. I can't believe they let him go and bloody sign Brady Croft. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, actually, I can, yeah, well, you know. No, because I can probably maybe players. whatever, whatever, whatever. Just he's as you can yeah, see, he was probably probably needed a little bit more time because he ended up. Croft was unfortunate for the Broncos, not what they were after.
0: Yeah, but look, it's, look, it's going to be a big forward battle because that's what's been that's what's been the the engine room for the Warriors. That's what's sort of really driving them is they have this really strong mobile forward pack and they have to have this resilience and you know you. I think a lot of credit went to Todd Payton last year, and gr- like, granted, like, deservedly so. But I think there's obviously a lot of cre- there's a lot more credit, or maybe not enough credit, has been given to Roger who who is clearly, you know, we, we were, we were, cu- how, you know, you and I were both curious when he got named captain. We're like, really, Roger? I yeah. wouldn't have picked it. You didn't, we didn't pick, we thought, we just sort of saw this softly spoken, quiet Kiwi winger. boy, you yeah. know, the winger who's going to come fullback. But he's clearly a fucking leader. He's a he is such a leader for that club, and, and you, know,
1: you know, I saw, Thought I saw it is that first year he played fullback for the Warriors. And the, and a lot of the Warriors fans were disappointed with his defence, with his defensive efforts as the last man, though. Especially when you see people like Billy Slater at, at the time just doing these miraculous try-saving tackles, and Greg Inglis and put a few shots on at fullback, and then to see your fullback not really do the same. There was a little bit of criticism there. Oh well, yeah, because that that's the season. that's the pedestal that you put him on.
0: You go, yeah, you
1: yeah. are one of the best. Yeah, and if you're not doing that, where? What are you talking? What's this happening? And then that next season, it was like he knew that was what I needed to fix. So he fixed and it. Look, he fixed yeah.
0: And, and, and back, look and look and look at the weekend. Look exactly what happened. The la- the final fucking play. Amazing. Mate, I heard. Mate, I heard. Um. Uh, look, I won't go too deep into it, but I heard a, a, a footy commentator on the radio yep. talking to how he, he does not have Roger Tuivasa-Sheck in his top five fullbacks in the NRL. That's right. That's I, can't to, I can't listen to his opinion anymore. <laughs> you don't have to. You should but have. you know what? But what I will say, though, I won't get too hard at him. It just shows the depth of the before, fullback position. We talked about because, this.
1: Uh, because, if, uh, the name, because the name, the word used... For a large amount of top quality fullbacks, is a plethora of fullbacks. Yeah, and
0: called. to be fair, right. he had five. He had before him were Tedesco, Luttrell, Pappenhausen, uh Caleb Ponga, and Gutho. They yeah. were his five. He had above.
1: I'm probably if that's the top three, five at the moment. I've got him third. Roger, who was second? Who was second?
0: Uh, I I can't. I think yeah. I don't know if you, uh, yeah. I think you. I don't. Know, I think you have the trails second.
1: I probably um, have, yeah. maybe in front of Roger. But yeah. around about there, Teddy's out, out of- now. Then those two, those two black fellas. and then yeah. uh, uh, the rest. I'm not sure. Ponga. Garth yeah. Luttrell.
0: Well, I think it's. I think that's. It, it rotates a little bit. But you know, it's there's not much between them, yeah. and it's a bit. When you say he's the sixth best, it takes the light away from like, oh, he's not that good. It's like, no, he's fucking amazing. He's probably the sixth best fullback, he's probably the twentieth best footballer in the cult. Like, yeah, maybe maybe you know it's hyper 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 hyperbolic, but like it's not fullbacks are definitely. That's why I can't
1: comprehend why why Tyro Peachy is on the bench for the Titans, because he's not actually in their best thirty. He's in their best five in the club. And he comes off the bench, it's it just it's not that tennis what tennis tennis it's not that basketball where you know you have a guy on the bench he's probably one of your better players but for some reason he doesn't start the game it's not one of those ones he needs to be on there from the start we need him out there for you know 60 odd minutes you know give him a spell if he has to if the, the utility value comes into play it comes into play but at the end of the day he's as creative as the other two halves out there and he's dynamic through the middle through the football field Anyway, Warriors, you look I've at- got the Warriors this week, I've got the Warriors this week. Oh, t- you're taking the Warriors. I think they. You know, you know, I'm a big fan of Brownie. and you know, I just feel as though the Roosters, they're they're just not going to be. Essentially, their driver's has It's like having who was it, Mercedes? What's the name, Lewis Hamilton? His yeah. this the other guy the, in Mercedes, the one he's driving. Yeah, doesn't come second all the time. Do you um? Well, I I have the
0: roosters. I'm, I'm I have the roosters, but I'm also. Uh, it takes a lot for me to not tip the roosters though, as well. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty. I'm, I stick to the But yeah, yeah, mate. Yes. You, you, know, like, you jump like board, you, you you yeah, mate. You jump jump you jump shit, but then just play well. It's a win win situation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think there's. <laughs> look, there's a guy named James Tedesco in that roosters team, exactly right. um, who's fucking pretty amazing. There's a great forward pack. There are these Morris brothers who might be the greatest footballers of all time, um, and, and the, the Roosters are also playing at the Fortress. They're playing at the SCG. SCG so, up. but yeah, look, it's going to be a big test. Look, just quickly, do you have the Warriors? Do you have the Warriors making the eight? If I was to ask you right here and now, yes, yes, they're yes. definitely in the mix. They're without a doubt in the mix um, yep. in those teams going amongst it. So, you know, that's how that's about blue, you? I do. I got them in the eight. Yeah, I think they're going to make the eight. Beautiful. I think, I think they've, got, they've got enough there. So. Oh, yeah. There um, you go.
1: Yeah, those, those kiwis or those cousins back home. You know, we say you follows a little bit of football. But
0: I'll, I'll, I'll call... i say it's, a two, it's a, uh, maybe like a two to four point game. I think it's going to be close. Close nice um, one. Sunday night. Sunday night game on our Easter long weekend. <laughs> but look, we talked about the teams on the eight. Let's talk about the teams down towards the bottom.
1: Go on. Uh, go the Owens.
0: The, the Owens. Owens.
1: the Owens. The Owens. The right? Owens. So they're not Owens yet. They're not Owens yet. So I always feel as though my, my cutoff is 4 is and Weren't you Owen 4? Sorry? That's yeah. when we start calling you Owen. So we've got okay, three yeah. teams. We've got three teams looking three at us. Three teams. Are... Yeah. We've got the Merle-Ringus Seagulls. They are going to be But You know, I'm going to call my mates Skippy, calling him out. I'm going to call yeah. the other mate Thanos, calling him out. I'm gonna call me other mate Matty Chambers. I'll be calling him Owen, and you know who else I'm gonna be calling out? That's right. trying Blake. <laughs> you call all these motherfuckers Owen for a week minimum if they lose. Obviously, other than that, if if they win, they can call me Owen for the rest of the year. No, don't be stupid. No, no, that's brutal. That's bullshit. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that.
0: Well, I think I think. Two teams are destined for it, and that's mainly in the Bulldogs. They are destined for it. Bulldogs are playing South. Mainly play Penrith. Like uh, it's, it's not play happening. Penrith. Yeah, they play mainly play Penrith on Thursday night. <laughs>
1: Oi, Jim um, Allen.
0: The the only team that has a chance, but a slim chance, would be the Cowboys. Who are playing the Sharks? They're playing the Sharks.
1: Home. But... Uh,
0: yeah, up against his old club. Um and they'll be they'll be digging deep after a bit of scathing reviews from their own players, Josh Maguire, basically calling out the whole squad. Nothing's fucking changed for three years.
1: You know, we are gonna have to wrap this this podcast up shortly. You know, we we've got to keep talking, but I just get this feeling that Todd Payton's gone in there and he's willing to sacrifice Tom Malala. I'm not sure if he's gonna to lose Talmud, to that could be a bit of a lie, but it's like have you ever heard of this uh manager called Brian Clough. Brian Clough. I think it's a Brian. It's Clough, Cluffy. And he he was the manager of uh, Nottingham Forest. He was the manager of Nottingham Forest back in the day. I think they were the first team from England to win back-to-back European championships back in those days, right? And one of his theories or his philosophies or ethos of coaching, especially a man management aspect, was he wanted to just, he wanted to break them. He wanted them to become just smithereens. And then he would build them back up. And then once he's built them back up, then they're his. And I get the sense that's Todd Payton. That's the way he's going about it. He's trying to break it. Well, he's playing the long game. He's playing the long game. He's not going to draw a break Now... This day and age, Gen Y, that could happen back in the 60s or the 70s or wherever the fuck he was coaching, Nottingham forest, mate. When was the last time they were in the league? You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, just joking, Jamie. Just joking. <laughs> Excuse me. When the fuck were they last in the league? Nah, just joking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that that sort of that person, that, that, those people, we're different. We're different. We're the internet. Age. Yeah. You know, we're millennials. We're, that's just what we are. And that breaking down of a, of a entire squad, I don't think it, it has the same sort of success rate anyway. It may have the same, you know, results eventually, but I just well, don't think it's got the same success rate it would have had back in the day.
0: But well, it just depends on the support that you have from the club and the board.
1: And everything, any, everyone in place that matters for that organisation.
0: Yeah, so... All right. Well, let's let's quickly before we go. Then let's yeah, sure. let's look, let's let's look at the teams who we think are just who who, who can we put a line through. Who are gone? Yeah, with all the other... that, Not in contention for the finals.
1: Okay. Well, I'm really. Is that, too that, is, that
0: where, is that is that where we're writing off like that? That's what we call in a write off. You you will. You're not going to be chasing any finals footy this year. No finals football.
1: Manly. Bulldogs. Yeah, it's fucking.
0: It's Manly's a funny one. I, I don't know. If, I, I I I feel like ninety. 5% sure that I could write them off. But it's... There's still fucking Turbo to come. They're gone. They're gone. And they have played... They've played a couple of good teams and they're about to play another good team. So that means they've got some other teams that are not so good that are still yet to play. Like they played the Roosters, they played the Bunnies, and they're about to play Penrith. Fair enough. That's so three out of four. But... I mean, look, fuck. I mean, I know Turbo has a big impact, but... They've conceded like.
1: Exactly the
0: a yeah. yeah, look, they've conceded a lot of points. He doesn't, kick all their yeah. he doesn't do all their yeah. tackles. Yeah, they're gone.
1: They're, they're
0: gone. gone. Just write them, them, them off. Broncos, they're
1: gone. Write
0: them off. They're gone. So Manly are gone. Bulldogs gone. Um, Broncos gone. Gone. Cowboys,
1: Cowboys, gone. Cowboys gone. Cowboys
0: gone. I think you can safely say those four teams are gone.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's it, then we'll write them off. In a couple of weeks' time, we'll write off another four that we've got our eight. <laughs> 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 no, and uh, obviously,
0: you know, it's always a side note to add that, you know, we're, we're adding all our football opinions on how we think teams are going to fare out and where they're going to finish in the eight and how they're going to do week to week. Meanwhile, you, we're at the bottom I saw, you, you, you and I both sit, uh, nailed to the bottom of the, the tipping comp. Dig um, dig. So, so, don't listen to anything that these fuckers say. We no, don't no, know no. a
1: thing. No, there's one thing they need to listen to. Don't fodge yourself in the dummy. File.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: anyway, that's enough. Pleasure as it is, as always, Kaz. Hopefully, the race goes in the Winter Circle again this week. But it'll be an uphill battle for the rest of the year. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Much love. Peace out. And up the chucks. Up the chucks. Thank <laughs>